G'day. Welcome to the podcast, everyone. This is today's show uh, crammed down into a nice little package for you. Yes, you're going to find out. <laughs> you're right. <coughs> He's dying. You've got to go to the doctors about that, dude. Also, <coughs> don't, don't dare die on the podcast. You die live yeah. on air. <laughs> you can play it back at least. <coughs> I do have a little cough at the moment, but, <laughs> but uh, that was me choking on some saliva. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Right, cool. So it was that. So cough what happens couple... is you get it and you just swallow and then you, yeah, like but... I didn't know if this was new to you. No, saliva. but you know when you breathe in, it's when it's accidental and then it captures some saliva and uh. straight in, you're like. Uh. Yeah, right. It's like, I wonder if anyone's ever drowned on their saliva. <laughs> 13, 10, 60 if you have. Give okay, it, interesting. Know, how would they call? Hey, uh, oh, today, sorry, we did, today we did give out a warning as well to those people uh, that use makeup. A big warning coming up for that. And mm. we also talked about how Facebook is stalking you. It's a real positive show today. <laughs> it's but it was uplifting. It was an uplifting, happy manner. Yeah, you end up getting what you want. Like for right now, they would Can be giving. Can you die quietly? They would be sending out many cough medicine ads at this stage. <laughs> Oh. No one wants to hear this. Oh, We're going to have to do it again. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, didn't, it's a, I didn't plan this. This is not a planned bit, guys. Okay. Here's for the podcast. <laughs> Can I, you suck at improv. <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. <laughs> All right, it's a big day today. It's the day... We all become rich. Oh, that's uh, oh, confident. Oh, really? Confidence. Okay. Yeah, I think yeah, so. I've yeah. well, got a good feeling about today. Okay, oh. you're a gambling man? No. Cool. <laughs> well, it is Melbourne Cup. It's the only day of the year that I actually do gamble. Um, responsibly. But, responsibly. So we wanted to find out what horses uh, we should back, or what horse we should back, and we thought, well, what better way to do that than to ask other people? <laughs> <laughs> who know? People uh, who know. Yeah. From you, Bet, we've got Nick Curry who joins us this morning. Hey, Nick. Hey guys, happy Melbourne Cup Day. Yeah, final day for us at UBET. Yes. Five and a half million bets we'll write today, and in the lead up to the Cup, we'll be doing 44,000 bets per minute. Wow. Wow. Nick, is it just like people like I like signing on up to the app only once a year? Do you get yeah, a lot of. I mean, that, that on days like today, uh, a large chunk of the clients, uh, of, our, of our customers, uh, are once a year punters. and. That's perfectly okay because the Melbourne Cup's for everyone. There's no right or wrong way to find the winner. Uh, and this year it's absolutely wide open. It is. So what would be your top three maybe? Well, I can tell you guys the money has come thick and fast from Queenslanders for Marmelo, the Melbourne Cup favourite yes. at $8. Uh-huh. Yes, $8. Cup favourite. Johannes Vermeer's been really well backed at $9.50. Uh, and there's money around for Humidor as well at $11. Uh, you guys might know Winks. You might have heard of Winks. Yeah. The best horse in the world. Humidor ran second to her in the Cox Plate a couple of weeks ago. So. Right. Those three, I'd be the ones that would be the ones that I'd steer you into: Marmelo, Johannes Vermeer, and Humidor. All right. Why okay. do they always have strange names? Why doesn't anyone ever call their horse Kevin? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be too easy, wouldn't it? <laughs> is well, it you... is it true? I always thought the the um, myth was that they get their names from a combination of their parents' names. Is that true? Yeah, that's true in some cases, but you can call a horse whatever you want yeah. when you when you buy one. So uh. some of them have uh, weird and wonderful names, and some people like to pick their horses by names. For instance, there's a horse that was scratched from the Melbourne Cup called Who Shot the Barman? Yes. yes. I was going to bet on Generally that Generally the best-backed runner in the Melbourne Cup. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so if there's kooky names, people like, oh, I'll throw a couple of bucks yeah, on yeah, that. Yeah. That's worth it. Yeah, generally, uh, there's 
people go by colours, by saddlecloths. Uh, some people even use numbers from their psychics, guys. We've heard that one before plenty of times. Well, funny, funny that you, you say, say that, Nick. <laughs> 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 yeah, because uh, we, we would be the first to put our hands up and say that we know nothing about the uh, sport of kings or this horse racing. We don't follow it on a weekly basis. So we thought we would put a call in to our resident psychic who sees all and knows all and mm. uh, looks into the nether regions. It's Julie McKenzie from juliemckenzie.com. Morning. Good morning, guys. Now, Julie, this is your third time lucky because you did get it right for us when we sent someone over to Vegas mm-hmm. and yep. they did win um, with what you said and you also got it right for the grand finals as well, yes. both for the NRL yes. and the AFL. So no pressure, hun. Yeah, I know. No pressure, especially since my dad used to be a horse trainer. So. Ah. <laughs> oh, okay. This might be an educated right. psychic guess. So who's your, who's <laughs> yeah. your pick? Okay, so my top one would be Max Dynamite, which is number nine. Big Duke, number 13. And the third, I'm not quite sure. I think either Bondi Beach or Wall of Fire, but I think I'm going towards Bondi Beach. Okay. All righty. Well, we'll go back to Nick from you, Bet. What do you say to our psychic Julie about her predictions? Uh, look, I, I like them. Like I said, there's no right or wrong, wrong way to pick a, a Melbourne Cup winner, guys. Max Dynamite's $15. Bondi Beach, I tell you what, $61 if it wins. And uh, I didn't catch the other one. Hmm. What was the other selection in there? Big Duke. Oh, big joke to Darren Weir. Punters love Darren Weir. $21. So all of your, all of your selections at, uh, at big odds there. There's no right or wrong way to pick one, guys. Mm. By saddlecloth, by colour, by jockey, yeah. by name. Go nuts. It's worth a tipple on Bondi then if he's paying that much. That's, 61. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're saying never, no chance, but obviously. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm oh, putting look, every dollar I own. everything you own In fact, on my it? whole house deposit is going to go <laughs> now on that, and then I'm going to upgrade. <laughs> no, it sounds good. I think it's going to be a great race, and it's just mm. a great day of fun and catching up with everybody as well. So I think it's good, and since it's been in my blood for a long time, mm. we used to have horses called Cardiel after my sister and I. We had Red Vane and Placida. You have all different sorts of names, and I remember growing up in the horse yards, and when the horses ran loose, sometimes you were just straight into the yard and not to get run over. Well, as yeah. a psychic, like you knew where they were running, right, Julie? So you'd be like, "I'll get them. <laughs> I know the where they're off to." Yeah, well, if I could have, I would have jumped, liked to jump on them. My dad used to always get at me for trying to get on the racehorses, but anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> all right, there we go. Well, everyone, remember gamble responsibly. Now, Nick from Ubed has said we could have a hundred dollars each. Yes. Oh. Um, and whatever we win, uh-huh. we can donate to charity. So, oh, great. Okay, okay. Cool. Uh, my ten bucks is gonna go on Bondi. My, I'm gonna do Max Dynamite then. All righty. I'll go Marmelo then. Marmelo, there you go, okay, Nick. Cool. You all sweet with that, buddy? Yeah, and uh, guys, I'll throw some money on as well for charity for Wall of Fire at $12. Oh, okay. Awesome. There we go. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. If you're a building bloke <laughs> or a tradie chick, <laughs> we want to see you work your bit in the tradie chat calendar. This is exciting because the calendar is coming out for 2018. My hubby, Scotty Too Hotty, does this segment. He said that they need a calendar. I've just realised our photo shoot's tomorrow. We've got Melbourne Cup today. That's not good prep oh. for a photo shoot, is it, really? No. Going out, drinking and eating, but anyway. Oh, I'm all scuffed up as well. Yeah, but you'll, but look right. you'll look like a tradie. You'll look like a like a handyman. I will scuff myself up today. <laughs> just get the get the cuts just to look the look the part. So the issue is though, we have been talking about the front cover. Mm. Yeah. And we thought that we want to be a part of it. Well, I mean I mean I know it's tradie chat is your husband's. Yeah. Like segment and the calendar was his idea, but at the end of the day, we're the vessel for him because it's our show. That's sure. true. That is true. He's he's there at the moment though. Do you want to chat to him? He's not happy. Scotty. 
Turn it up. What's going on in the show, man? What do you mean? What do you mean? Are you guys even done an apprenticeship? It's hard workers out there, mate, and you guys are kind of come and turn the creep in the crop and get on the front cover. But no one uses the front cover of a calendar, Scotty. We're the first thing that goes. I don't know, Stan. I reckon people might put it up and then just rip the other pages off. (laughs) I'm afraid of this happening. That's what it's about. You think we're going to look too good, mate? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Well, there's a couple of hot rigs coming on, so it should be right. But thank you, mate. I'll picture this to you. Mm. You know, there's um, could be myself with you know two attractive girls, Kiki and Coco, on the front, squeezing a couple of cork guns. There's some cork uh. coming out there, and how hot would that look? Suggestive. They're they're the waterproofers that assist us. Yes. Yes. They're they're very attractive. Yes, and they're very good at their job. Actually, they were working at one of your friends' house. Yeah, Lukey. Lukey's going to be having them around there, doing some corking, I think. So, yeah. Mm. Well, well, he's got now got yeah, you know, 18 Luke, bathrooms yeah. in his house. <laughs> <laughs> no, no bedrooms. Everything's in bathrooms. Come and waterproof for me. Um, so, Scotty... There's no, there's no endage to, to um, corking, mate, let me tell you. Well, you come along it's to the everywhere. Photo, photo shoot tomorrow and we'll see. Because I think we have to... We, uh, basically, we've got an outfit. I want to wear it. Can I borrow your tool belt? Well, what am I going to wear? Well, well, isn't that part of my kinky yeah. show? Kinky show. Kinky show. Yeah, but you Hello. guys aren't in the same photo, so she can borrow it and then you I'll can borrow have it, it back. I'll borrow it and then I'll give it to you. Yeah, I don't know. It's all good. Yeah. Do you guys want any tools? Me bring along with any tools for your staff? So, you know, Matty, look like you actually. Name a tool. Say a tool you know. A lathe. A lathe? Do you a what? <laughs> a lathe? Yeah. <laughs> yes, Scotty, just. I can't bring the factory with me, mate. Those things wait. <laughs> wait. <laughs> He said name a tool. That's not a tool. That's a piece of machinery. Okay, I'll try. I'll try again. Hang on, hang on. Do yeah. you know what a lathe is? Explain what you think a lathe is. Isn't it that one that takes the uh, wood off the, the timber? What? It smooths out the timber. What's a lathe? Oh, the lathe. It can spin timber, and you can, um, you know, shape things like. Oh, furniture legs and stuff like that. Okay. <clears throat> or, okay. Yeah. Well, but you asked. That's what I want. Name another one. one. Go. A, another one? Yeah. Uh, a chisel. Another tool. A chisel. A chisel. chisel. Yeah, no, he's all right. He's allowed. Mm-hmm. What do you um, want? Uh, Maybe I'll, what do you got? I'll just have a, a crane, thanks, mate. <laughs> crane? <laughs> no, no, no. I want a drill. Oh, zoom, yeah, zoom. I can bring you a drill. Zoom, zoom, zoom. You don't own a drill? Stab, you, you, stab, stab I reckon I'll, I'll bring a power saw for you, eh? a little circular saw. Okay. Well, wait a minute. We're going to have the front cover. We're going to be with the cars as well from Llewellyn. So I don't know if you want... Oh. Maybe... Oh, yeah. maybe. Just scratch the cars. It'll be right. Put the tools on the bonnet. There will nah, be right. No, 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 no. Don't. As the ambassador of Llewellyn, I'm going to have to say no. that's incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, so, Scotty, tomorrow is the photo shoot. We'll have all the, all the action um, yep. from the photo shoot to play to you uh, on Thursday. Mm. And then don't forget, we're going to have tickets for people to come along to the races with us to see all of the tradies in their glory when they walk the catwalk as well. Yeah, that one's going to be uh, looking forward to that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. Well, you uh, you keep up the fitness. And look, we're, yeah. we're sorry. We know you're not happy about us being on the front cover, but yeah. I think we're just going to have to and do I'll, it. I'll let it slide. I'll let it slide. Hey, listen, I just yeah. want to yell out just a shout-out to the hot dudes who are rocking up tomorrow. Yeah. Just go and enjoy yourself today, boys. Go and get on the turf. <laughs> eat as much calamari and fish and chips, whatever you can get down you. <laughs> so you look like me. <laughs> And, uh, Scotty, okay. I hope you don't mind, but at the photo shoot, I'm going to have to leave you with everyone and pick up the kids. So if you could look after Kiki and Coco for me and stuff like that. Oh, not a drama. That's no Thanks, yeah, man.
How nice are you? Yeah. What a guy. What a guy. What a you know? guy. I think they yep. might get lathe. <laughs> Hi, I'm Dr. Nikki, sexologist and relationship expert. As a sexologist, I get asked a lot of questions. When you look at the internet, what images do you look at? Are we doing it right? Am I normal? Figuring out whether I want other people in my life to know about this. There's a lack of permission and education out there. It depends on the connection you have with people. Where there's so much information that's needed that here's a platform where I can say all the things that I can't say on air. So I have one leg that's suspended off the ground. So this is why I've started Sex and Life. Download me, Dr. Nikki with Sex and Life, podcastone.com.au and the Podcast One app. The main man himself, Luke Jacobs. Uh. Yeah, Luke Jacobs Yay! is here with us, 7.30 tonight, Channel 7 Instant Hotel. Oh. Looks like a great show. Buddy, Yes, how great are you? to see you. Good to see you guys too. Sorry, Steph, I, I, I brought breakfast in for you guys and I don't think Steph was ready for us to come back. I was not ready for that. No, I was doing a big nice. mouthful and Manny said, 10 seconds. I was like, chew, chew, uh, and it's a bagel, so it's really chewy. 25 <laughs> seconds, you mean. Because <laughs> you are, you've brought all like gifts as if we are staying at some sort of instant hotel. So yes. Yeah, for anyone that doesn't have an idea of what the show is about, yep. explain it. It's a competition between, we get uh, 10 couples, uh, they could be brother and sister, or husband and wife, um, or just best friends, they um, rent out their homes like it's an instant hotel. Like it's yep. it's like Airbnb type thing, right? Yeah, right. Uh, but they all spend a night together in each house and then judge it. Oh, wow. So they compete against each other to see, to see who has the best instant hotel. Mm. So we travel around the country. We went up to far north Queensland and we went to Humpty Doo. Oh, yeah. Um, that's, I thought that was a made-up country. <laughs> like a made-up town, you yeah. know what I mean? No, it's, it's like Humpty Doo. It's, it's a real, mm. like actually real place. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, it's a good, good spot. Uh, and we went down to Barossa Valley in Melbourne. So we we travelled around the country just to find the the way that people rent out their houses, like how they turn it into an instant hotel, because we want people to travel more. We want people to Mm. see more of the country. But you can do it and stay in someone else's house. Are you an Airbnb dude? I've used it quite a bit. I've been in the States for a little while now. So travelling through the States, it's so easy to rock up somewhere and go, we don't need to travel 500 miles more. Let's just stay here. And yeah. just you get online and all of a sudden you're in a house. Had any weirdos though? Like, cause... Um, I've been quite lucky. I had a really good one in Napa Valley, which was which was a beautiful little cottage. But a friend of mine rocked up to one place and it was like the, it was like an old factory that the glasses, all the windows were all broken. Oh, wow. There was like a mattress on the floor that wasn't new. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. it, was, oh, it was complete. Yeah, it was, it was <laughs> terrible. I didn't hear exactly what you said then, but yeah. Cracked uh-huh. and chic. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so there's, there's some really good experiences and bad experiences, but um, it's good with this show too, is that all the contestants, they don't know where they're staying until they're about five minutes away and they oh, look cool. it up and they go, right, Ooh. we're staying in a four bedroom place and da da da. Yeah, lovely. So yeah, it's good. It's a bit of fun to see people's opinions on other people's houses. Yeah. People love to make opinions on other people's houses. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. just, but, but it's very personal. Like mm. someone designed, like I'm sure if we were to to walk into your house, Abby, mm. you'd have it all designed how you like it. Yep. Whereas if Stab might go in there and go, wow, this is awful. There are nowhere near is, enough figurines. Do you know, we actually do this every time we go to each other's houses. So really? it's funny you say that. I'm like, why do you need a cabinet with toys in there? They're not toys, they're figurines. They're figurines. Yeah. Thank yeah. you very much, Stab. Yeah. 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 I've yeah. been yeah. through the figurines. I, we were talking about this last week because the guys think that I was a little bit strange. And I think I might go to the, I think I might tech up. But I haven't been having a TV, and I believe you don't have a TV. No, no, I've, I've, I use my, I just, I use my iPad. Yeah. So oh, I stream from my iPad. Because you can't work on TV and then not watch it. You no, you don't watch TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no, I watch TV. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I just, I have one with my iPad because you know you spend, so you spend so much time at like an airport or on yes. a plane, and so I might download some Netflix or I might, you know, and I can sort of, I can stream my show. I was watching my show. I was watching episode four last night. Oh, yeah. Does yeah. that make it more romantic though when you're at home? Because it's like you've only got that, so you got to get romantic while I'm on my own watching no, my own show. 
known. That gets very romantic. Super romantic. Yeah. There I am. I'm, I'm killing it. Look at me go. <laughs> when you're watching it with your partner, because you don't have a TV, you've got to get together when you no, finally watch it. Of course, yeah. And yeah. we went to Ikea and bought this awesome little flip table thing that actually has oh. uh, an iPad holder in it. Uh-huh. So yes. you can sit there, you can have little um, cheese and bickies and watch. Yeah, no. So, you, so that's you romantic, yeah. Ikea furniture and you're still together. Because I, I think flat packs are one thing that could break up any couple. No. Can I say something? It's the hot dogs at Ikea that you're kept so us good. together. So yes. good. You go there, you have one, mm. you shop around and then you think, well, there's not much here. Let's have a hot dog. Yes. Mm. And, in the, yeah. and in the States, they're only 79 cents. Wow. Woo-hoo. And you walk it off because you get it first. You eat the hot dog. You do the whole lap of Ikea. You've burnt those calories. You've burnt the calories. It's a, it's a free and sometimes hot dog. a little bit more. Yes. So have another one. Yes, indeed. Mm. I have done four at once. That's <laughs> I'm just, I'm just a man after my own heart. <laughs> hey, how does it work for you? Because you're living in America. Yep. What, how does it work for voting? Because we've got this plebiscite thing going on here at the moment. Do you still have to vote I was, in that, I was or? back when that all came out, and I've absolutely voted yes, just to let everyone else yeah. know. Um, but you, there is a registration you can, if you are living abroad, you, there is a registration online that you can go in and click onto. Um, you know, say you're Australian, you can vote from overseas as well. Um, yeah, right. But we were actually, um, we finished shooting this show in May. So I've been back and forth doing the voiceovers for the show and everything. So I've been, yeah. I've been in the country for, for a lot of the year as well. Um, but I do base over there. Whereabouts in um, America? Uh, in, uh, in West Hollywood. Right. Yeah, where every other Australian in the yeah. world <laughs> that wants to travel to America. So what's it, what's it like over there with all the, the shootings that go on? I mean, oh, how man, do you guys feel about This is the thing. Like, it's, it's, I mean, I, it's, I'm starting to take it personally, too, because I'm there so much. I'm mm. like, well, it's where I live now, too, mm. yes. so I want to change it. But, you know, you read things where, um, where Trump says, oh, you know, it's a mental issue. Um, it's like, yeah, you, you're allowing people with a mental issue to, to have, have a gun. Yeah. That's, the, that's the issue, yeah. Um, yeah. in my opinion. Uh, and, you know, I, I do know a lot of people over there that say it's just the way that we are. Yeah. You can't change it. But, I mean, Australia changed uh, many years ago and we've um, been pretty happy ever since. So. Yeah. But we're diff- it's a different, they're completely two different countries. And yeah. it's, I understand that there's a lot more people over there um, and there's a lot of money involved. But Are you mm. allowed to have a gun over there because you're living there? More than likely, yeah. That's the scary thing about it, though. So you just go in with your Australian driver's to license Walmart, and passport to and go Walmart. Yeah. You might have to wait two yeah. hours, though. That's the thing. And I then mean, I'd have hot dogs. So why would you go that's there? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I could go to Walmart, then Ikea. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then I would have eaten my hot dog and I'd be happy. Yeah. It looks really, really good. 7.30 yeah. tonight, Channel 7, uh, Instant Hotel. Uh, Luke Jacobs, great to see you, mate. Thanks, Thanks for much, guys. By. See you soon. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Queenslanders are heading to the polls. Lock it in. November 25, the date Queenslanders will go to the polls to decide who and which party governs us for the next term. Yeah, that's right. It's not too far away. What is it, the 7th today? Mm-hmm. Yes, I remember because we're going to the races on the 25th of November, so we'll have to stop oh, and make sure we vote before. Uh, on the way. We'll get a sausage before. Won't there be a polling booth at the races? No. Wait, seems like a missed opportunity. <laughs> there should be, shouldn't there? Yeah. No, because you can't vote under the influence. Well, before you get in. Yeah. Let's talk to Tattersalls about that. Okay. See if they can sort something out. <laughs> Surely they can. I bet you can bet on the election yes. there. <laughs> um, you got, do you guys discuss who you're going to vote for? Like, is it? Do, are you open about it? Do you discuss it with your family? We don't. Scotty has occasionally said, who would you like me to vote for? <laughs> Jeez Louise. Like, I can't do that. Oh, well, often we will, to be honest, we'll probably focus on childcare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and schooling's probably our focus, but yeah, we'll talk about it. I don't vote. So. Yeah. yeah, you're not allowed to, are he you? He loves that he can't vote. I do like that he can't vote. Yeah, I'm not an Australian citizen. We should do something about that. He doesn't want to. And get him deported. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, like, you like that way too much, oh, by the way. Really <laughs> and then, well, and the, yeah, could you imagine it? Then we'd have him on Skype all the way from Scotland every, every morning. Ooh. Yeah, sounding good, isn't yeah, it? Because yeah, hey? it would be like midday over there.
Oh, yes. Uh, could you do a Scottish accent again? Oh, okay, the new. I think I could, yeah. Why not? Uh, Why not? It's very good. Uh, you know what I love the most, though, about elections is the promises and the things that yes. um, politicians find very, very important. Yep. Um, and even more so than that is when things pop up on TV, people mightn't realise this, there's actually somebody who watches TV... Their one job is just to press the beat button mm. if anyone accidentally swears or something gets through the keeper. Yeah. Oh, okay. And with this Queensland election, I think there must be someone very nervous uh, on the TV stations during the news because the big thing that everyone's talking about is the M1. Uh-huh. You know, the congestion on the M1 between the Gold Coast and Brisbane is pretty bad. It's yeah, ludicrous. it's insane. And we're talking about it next year for Commonwealth Games. Mm, it's going to be crazy. Be worse. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Tim Nichols. Uh, who we've had in here. Nice guy. Yeah, great guy. He stepped up. He's been talking about the M1. People are f***ing tired of sitting too often in the traffic jam that is the M1. For too long, we've heard the stories of an accident or a breakdown on the M1 leading to tailbacks that are tens of kilometres long. And he's got a good point. Yes. And I imagine most of the people who are currently on the M1 right now are calling it... People are f***ing tired of... Yeah. Yeah. Yes. The... M1. Yes, it's... Uh, um, now, he's very passionate about it, but so is Anastasia Palaszczuk. Okay. Yeah. And you know what I love about her um, is that she's been pretty honest, though. Like, she's, she's gone, what am I going to do? I'm going to go the honesty route. And this is a commercial I saw on the TV. Beep guy got too excited again. <laughs> pressed yep. a few beeps in there. Okay. Uh, but this is her discussing the M1. Well, I'm happy to be joined today with Minister Paul Fletcher as we announce our first up on the M1. This is going to mean better travel times for families and commuters uh, living in this area. And what we are going to see is an expansion of the overpass bridge. We'll be doing that. But also, too, we're going to see an expansion of the lanes from the Gateway Merge down to Springwood, up to five lanes in total. We know that's because at the moment you've got two lanes coming down uh, with the Gateway and eventually we'll have a dedicated bus lane all the way down to Springwood. And we know how important this upgrade is uh, for the M1. It's very important. That's good, yeah. Yeah. have got to sort out the M1. So. She's, she's a foul mouth on I didn't really. I didn't realise that. Oh. Hey. Don't forget November twenty fifth, everyone. Yep. Stav, Abby, and Matt on Hit one hundred and five. Alrighty, tomorrow we're giving away some cash, guys. Yes, and your letters tomorrow are W for water that Maddie has just had, and K for kilo. Uh, yeah, Alpha Bucks will play. You know, they need those letters to win some money. Good evening, Chris Bath. Chris Bath. Chris Bath is our guest. <laughs> Yeah, I love this. You know how conspiracy theory filled I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, this lady at 8.30 on ABC tonight is going to answer so many questions. It's called Keeping Australia Safe, the show. And Chris Bath joins us. Good morning. Good morning, guys. How are you? We're good. Are you allowed to do this? Because I'm scared that we're going to be giving away secrets. No, no, we're allowed to do this. You okay. could, we, could, we could talk entirely about the whole series and, and give it all away. Oh, no, I meant the actual show. Once it goes on TV, uh, is this like government secrets of how they keep us safe? Is this going to be, uh. an, I guess, an <laughs> issue with our security after that? Well, the reason why they got such great access is they did have to make a couple of promises, obviously, that they weren't going to compromise anything operationally mm-hmm. and they weren't going to give away anything that would, would compromise you know, the, the methods that they use. But, yeah, having they, they were basically the parameters. But other than that, the access is incredible. You know, it, it, you see people who wouldn't normally be in front of a camera doing their everyday duties and things that we 
don't really get to see and you can make up your own mind about how safe you feel, where you think our taxpayer dollar is being spent. You know, it's um, it's a pretty open-ended thing. That's what's so remarkable about it. I, I'm going to throw something out there, Chris, and, you know, you just answer it however way because, you know, people are listening. Is the government in cahoots with Apple... And so now that we all scan our thumbs into our iPhone to get there, does the government now all have our thumbprints? I don't know that it looks at it on that sort of micro level. <laughs> Come on, Chris. <laughs> and you're asking you're asking someone who's a Luddite here. Uh, like I have uh, I have no idea about technology. You know, I'm the only person alive not on Facebook, for instance. So <laughs> Can I ask you, with having seen all this show, being involved with it? How safe would you feel for the Commonwealth Games here in Queensland next year? You know what? I think I think our security forces do a pretty good job, uh, and and that's evidenced by the fact that they end up training so many people around the world. Mm. You know, they're they're pretty efficient, professional outfits. So you know, I, if, you, if you're talking, are you, are you talking about a terrorist attack? Yeah. You know, the, the problem is that the whole definition of terrorism is yeah. is random, and it's designed to make you feel so fearful you can't get on with your everyday life. Mm. You know, I, I think they're going to do the the best that they possibly can. Um, and if you watch the series, I think you'll feel quite confident that the people who are working in in law enforcement and security in Australia are actually doing a pretty good job. Um, so, yeah, I would feel safe attending the Commonwealth Games as, as safe as you can in the current environment. But terrorism is nothing new. I mean, I remember even as a kid in the 70s, you know, hearing about terrorist attacks on planes, on, on ships. You know, it, it's been with us since time immemorial. I often wonder whether we just have better coverage of it these days yeah. because of the expansion in global media. This one, I've got a lot of statistics that the show provides with. This one is astounding. 10.4 million Australians, that's 56% of the population, experienced a personal fraud scam in 2014-2015. Over half the population had a personal fraud scam? Yeah, which is quite extraordinary. And this is this is why this series is so great. It doesn't look at sort of the, the traditional things that you think about when you think about security, which is what, you know, Abby's talking about, mm. armed forces and police. and But it also looks at it on this sort of level. So it looks at, you know, how we keep Australians safe from security fraud, how we keep children safe from um, internet predators, how mm. we keep, you know, the infinite number of, of people who are online safe from all sorts of things and also you know the increasing number of women over 50 for instance who are finding themselves homeless so mm. it looks at it on a on a very human level not just those big ticket if you like armed forces notions of security chris can i ask you've been in um a, a you know very successful female journalist for a very long time on tv um, what did you think about all the stuff with Lisa Wilkinson standing up and saying, you know, this is what I want to be paid or I'm going to walk? Well, I think it doesn't matter whether you're a man or a woman. You should get paid <laughs> contingent to your experience and, and your skill set, you know. Mm. And I, I think if you're, a, if you're a bloke and you've got 30 years' experience in media and a skill set and you're a woman with the same experience and the, the same skill set, then I think the pay should be the same. Did you do you find it hard, like in that line of business? Is it is it very much male skewed? Mate, I don't know. Mm. <laughs> yeah, right. What yeah. people get paid is confidential, mm. so you don't actually know what people around you are getting paid. So 
Yeah. I honestly, the honest answer to that is until I actually have the facts in front of me of, of what people are paid, then it's really kind of tough to make a judgment. But I do have a suspicion that there's probably not pay equity. But a yeah. suspicion is very different mm. to actually having it's the facts. Annoying, yeah. yeah. I don't like the yeah. idea of getting paid for your skill set. That scares me. I see two people doing exactly the same role and then mm. to find out that the, the males are yeah. on more is what, mm. yeah. See, we're the same. We're not not allowed to discuss. Mm. For all I know, it could be the reverse. There could be women getting paid more than blokes. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you guys know. You'd sign contracts that are confidential. It's all confidential in me. You don't know. Yeah, Mm. that's true. I just, you know, I just ask for food stamps, and as long as they get put on my desk each week, you know, we're sweet. (laughs) End of the year, my community (laughs) service is up, so I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, look, this looks really good. This kind of stuff really, really intrigues me, so I'm looking forward to checking it out tonight, 8.30 on the ABC, Keeping Australia Safe. Chris Bath, uh, an absolute pleasure. Thanks for calling through. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Aren't you tired of paying big bucks to see a movie, only to find out afterwards it was kind of terrible? If we paid to see this, we put ourselves through the movie gauntlet so you don't have to. I'm Darren Hayes. I'm Anthony Armentano. And this is a movie podcast where we pay to see movies the week that they open and then just tell you our honest opinion about them. We sometimes go off topic. Can dogs smile? See. We might sometimes be a little not safe for work. He means we swear. Well, sometimes a movie is so f***ing terrible. Or f***ing awesome. That you have to. Isn't this a great advertisement? to check out we paid to see this. You can listen to the show at podcast1.com.au or download the Podcast One app. Some people might be freaked out by this. I'm okay with it. But I think everyone everyone has Facebook, right? Yes. And there is a lady that's posted a photo and she's very she's stunned because in an advert, you know how there's the the adverts that come up? Yes. And a lot of them are suggestions on what you should buy. Yeah. For you. And in it has been, yeah, in it has been the exact photo of the outfit that she's wearing. So she's not just presuming that Facebook is listening in. She's actually thinking that the camera is watching her and has seen what she likes and has suggested an outfit that she's wearing. And this happened to me the other day because I was shopping and I was looking for earrings and a whole lot of different stuff. And then I was like, that's so weird. There were the earrings that I was trying to find. And it came up on my Facebook. Now, I'm not annoyed by it because for me, I go, that's great. But a lot of people start freaking out and going, wait a minute, is the microphone on? Are they listening to what it is? Yeah. Here's the thing I think people forget about Facebook. First off, it's free. Mm. There's an old saying, if you're not buying anything and you're not selling anything, then you're the product. Yes. And we are the products that are being sold and bought on Facebook. That's but what do they have for. to ask permission to be able to record details? That's where it gets sketchy. Okay. Yeah. No, because well, you know when, as always on the internet, it says tick tick this box to mm. say you accept the terms and conditions. You never read the terms and conditions. Deep down in the bottom of it, it says that if you have a firstborn child, we're allowed to take it whenever you want. Why would they want them? Tick. That's why they never have. Yeah, so never have. But I used to study this at uni. I never finished the degree, but the bit that I learned was quite interesting. No, but saying that target marketing and direct marketing is where it's all at because mm. obviously big companies want to know who's buying their products or interested in their products right now. And if they could advertise just to them, then they're more likely to have successful sales. It first started with Hotmail. And you'd get all of those emails asking if you wanted to buy pumps for things. And you'd be like, I signed up to one website. Now, all of a sudden, they want me to pump up basketballs all day long. (laughs) How do they know me so well? I'm such an idiot. I I bought a sports kilt 
And that's not why I'm an idiot, because it's amazing, changed my okay. life. But I bought a sports kilt online. Yeah. And then every time I opened up a website, I went to Facebook, <laughs> the sports kilt was advertising. And I was like, this must be the biggest sporting kilt apparel <laughs> store in the world. They are advertising everywhere. Oh, my God, Stab, you're a moron. <laughs> but what this one is saying is you understand if you've Googled it on your phone. Yeah. Yes, and, and then and it have got the cookies, up. so you understand that. But it's about. now happening... Even if you haven't Googled something. Well, that's not proven. She just thinks that nah, it was. it's true. I no, don't no, know no, it's not proven. I mean, maybe it was just a coincidence for me as well. And I want to know, 13, 10, no. 60, has this coincidence happened to you? Because we know that Maddie's gone over the other side and he thinks that the police are in cahoots with Apple and they all have our fingerprints. We all have to use our thumbprints. And you've got to scan it 15 times to make sure it works to get it on there to unlock your phone. As if they're not just emailing that through to the FBI and saying, there you go, you're welcome. But if you think about it, it's if it is marketing it's terrible marketing because she already owns that outfit it was for her instance but i bought a lot through the facebook because i go oh they knew what i wanted thank you i, I don't mean, care if they're stalking me you'll be not wor- that interesting you'd be worried if facebook starts start suggesting great places to dump bodies because then you'll know for sure oh it has been listening in <laughs> <laughs> secretly in the car as long as they don't record my conversations <laughs> They would. Uh. They'd be storing it. And you know where it all is? Uh, in the cloud. In the cloud. Yeah. It's all up there. Yeah, the cloud. You know is, that's not really a real place. It's yes, just, it is. It's just Stop someone else's computer. pointing at the clouds. <laughs> the cloud, it's Look, up it's there. It's not up there. It's not <laughs> up there. Stop pointing at <laughs> where, where is the cloud It's in there? Sweden. It's a big room in Sweden with 60,000 megacomputers. <laughs> it's where it is. Tanil from Mount Cravat, what have you found out? I recently found out I was pregnant and obviously being early, I haven't put anything on Facebook or anything like that. And I've had breast pumps advertising. Oh. oh. So well, congratulations, by the way, hon. Um, that's you. crazy. Yes. So, so you, you haven't told anybody? Well, like, I've told friends but and family, but I haven't put anything. Yeah. On I Facebook, haven't researched yeah. anything or anything oh. like that. And, yeah. So you're saying that Facebook has listened to you through your microphone saying, oh, I'm pregnant, and everyone's like, ah! And then all of a sudden it's just marketing stuff at you. Pretty much. Yeah, That's a leading question you just did. That, that, was, that, was, that was a hugely a lead, yeah. leading question. Uh, yeah, we'll have that just uh, stricken from the record. I disagree. I think she answered that openly and honestly. In and a strip from the record, Your Honour. Mm. Steph from Forest Lake, what have you found out? Um, me and my husband have been looking at moving house and we've been using a common real estate app mm. and we, I now get houses in our local area advertised to me on Facebook. Yes. For rent. Do you mind that, Steph? Or? Uh I, I'm okay with it. My husband is like tinfoil hat kind of guy. So he's like, every time we talk, he shoves the phone on the pillow. Or <laughs> any time we talk about something controversial, he's like, hides his phone, hides my wow. the laptop off. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I hurt. I have a mate who has always had a piece of tape over the webcam. Yep. Well, apparently you are supposed mm-hmm. to do that yep. for safety. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Adam in Helensvale, what do you think about all this? Oh, we tried it and it worked. Like yeah. We purposely went out and had a go at it and it worked. We, we were talking it. about on the table about going to Fiji and then the next day they were advertising trips to Fiji. Oh, wow. Uh, we hadn't touched our phones at all about it ever. Mm. And then like, we purposely purposely gave it a crack. Yeah, set it actually up. Actually do what you're saying. Yeah, and it worked. <laughs> you know, Facebook are probably listening to this right now. Then yeah. what are they going to do about this one? Well, all our phones are out on the table, so they would be. Mm. 100% I'm telling you It worked yeah. like, it was, I, 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 was, I had heaps of doubts I was like no you're joking mm. But then it worked The next day Not not straight away the next day yeah. Were you okay with it? I just thought it was weird eh? Yeah right. like, it, can't be, it can't be good 
Like, mm. what else are they doing? But anyways, but yeah, it definitely definitely works. One, one true million percent. I couldn't believe my eyes. Adam, do you believe that uh, Apple is selling our thumbprints <laughs> to the FBI? Well, I'd, I do Samsung. So I don't know much oh. about their Apple stuff, oh. but yeah. of course they are. You've got to be kidding yourself if you think they're not. Yep. We the need little to, data they collect. We I need d- to catch up for a beer, Adam. I think we'd get along really well. Oh, he said that to a few guys and hasn't come through with the mandate, so good luck. I will. I will. <laughs> One day. One day. I'll, say, I'll send you a calendar invite on the phone. Yeah, yep. Facebook's going to set hey, those up for you now, so don't worry about Julie that. Julie in Bracken Ridge, has this happened to you as well? Yeah, only yesterday. I'd never heard of Airtasker before. Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, I was talking at work with um, with my coworker, and that afternoon, Airtasker was advertised. Um, but I'd only been to a seminar last weekend, and they said that if you keep your app open on your phone, mm. Facebook picks up keywords, and you will get um, you'll get ads for everything. Oh, right. So it's why so Facebook is open. Yeah, so I might have been looking at other stuff on my phone because I don't shut down anything. No, you don't. Yeah, so mm. if if your app is open, like if you haven't closed it down, mm. it will be picking, it will be listening and yeah. picking keywords. <laughs> yeah, you're closing so, them. What are you doing? I'm trying yeah. to close them. Why? You like it? You said that you like it. <laughs> Oh, yeah, no, I do like that one. They might suggest a few things for me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's why I've been getting so many Qantas frequent flyer points ads. Yeah, if you're talking about it. Yes, I've been talking about it with everyone to the point that they've been annoyed. That might be the eight credit cards that you've bought. I'm on this thing at the moment, Julie. I'm signing up to credit cards just to get the Qantas frequent flyer points and then (laughs) shutting them down. But wow. There you go. It's real, man. The truth is out there. Oh, my God. (laughs) Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Ladies out there, there is a warning, a serious warning that comes from a microbiologist, and they have warned us against sharing makeup. Now, a lot of people listening would go, why would I share makeup? I know that's revolting. But really what they're focusing on are the testers when you go into shops. And that's because a big company is getting sued at the moment by one lady that claims that she got cold sores from a tester. But you shouldn't use the tester on your bits, No, you? and you, we went makeup shopping the other day. And I didn't use any of the lipstick on my lips. <laughs> no, you didn't. You didn't. You, you can good. see that they've got the cotton buds that yes. you can do it. And I think if once you use a cotton bud, it's fine. Mm. But, but you it, seemed a little bit of a fish out of water when you were there. <laughs> well, that was the first time I'd ever been. <laughs> Amazing. I was like, can you match my foundation? Does that look good? He's like, is there a lady that can help you? <laughs> Having said that, you got it's like a chip, I would imagine, with that cotton tip, right? If you, you can't double dip. You no. gotta make sure you spin it around and use the yeah. back. And I understand you have to use testers. So like you'll get the foundation and put it on your back of your hand and then lipstick you might be able to do. But they're saying that a lot of people might be getting the eyeliner or the mascara and putting it directly on them and that could even cause pink eye. Uh-huh. And for the lips you could get cold sores or you could even get salmonella from salmonella. droplets of saliva. And, but so but then I, I would imagine most women wouldn't be doing that. Would you think it would be like people doing it to get cheap makeup? Well, I was like, there was no way that you'd do it. But our two producers are like, no, we've done it. Yeah, yeah they yeah, get thumbs up it. out there. Thumbs yeah. out there. Do you want to you borrow my Cervirax, as... ladies? <laughs> I think maybe when you're a teenager, you, you wouldn't really realise. And as a teenager, my friends and I would share mascaras. You, yeah, we would do that. You wouldn't yeah. think mascara would be that bad. No, but that's what causes conjunctivitis. Mm. Because we've all got different bacterias. Mate, you seem very confused by all of this. I just, I just, yeah, I'm a bit disgusted by it, to be honest with you, because you hear... What about when you're riding bikes with your mates? Do you share drink bottles sometimes? Nah. Good. But if we do, the, we've got the special <laughs> drink bottles. They're the ones that you can hold away from uh, your mouths yeah. and go... Yeah. You got, you ha- water doesn't come out unless you squeeze it. Oh. You actually can't suck it. Okay. It's, it's a squeeze thing. Let me find a comparison. Um, 
Like when we kissed. <laughs> yes, exactly like yeah. that. On R&B when you Friday's kissed in live. front of 23,000 yeah. people. Mm-mm. That is a good and he point. Gets, he gets... Oh, oh Thanks, do you get cold sores? I do, but I wouldn't have kissed you if I had one or felt one coming up. But I don't kiss just... my wife for like five days when I have a cold sore. It's interesting. Oh. Uh, what a gentleman. I know, because I don't want to give them to her. You've got to be very careful with kids, kids as well. Yeah, because it can cause blindness it's if you kiss contagious. babies when yeah. you've got a cold And sore. I've been lucky enough. I don't think I've ever given anyone them. But I, yeah, they're terrible. We should. Remember we had, I forget his name, the lovely gentleman who came in and swabbed my beard and our phones and everything like that. From the science lab. Yes. Yeah. He came in. The germ guy, and he said that my phone was cleaner and you wanted to re-clean. Yeah, you no. You wanted to re-test. I, I thought you'd cleaned. I reckon you no. wiped yours down like a murder scene before no, he no, walked no, in no. to clean it up. That was for real. My beard had Disgusting lots stuff. of stuff in it. Yes, it did. Which um, concerned me. Because, <laughs> yes, we kissed. Why don't we... Yeah. Josiah was his name. Josiah, yes. Uh, why don't we go a current affair style mm-hmm. and we might send our producers into, like, some makeup places, mm-hmm. swab the makeup mm-hmm. here They'll in Brisbane, out. send it off to the lab and see what we get back. Ooh, Ooh. Yeah, okay. And then can I follow up and I'll run and be the journalist saying, how do you feel about this? <laughs> why do you have to put on that voice? I'm a current affair. <laughs> You've got that's, that's how they all talk. <laughs> I'm a current affair. <laughs> Let's now go to Abby Coleman, who's on the scene. <laughs> I'm a current affair. Okay, look at my voice. So we'll do it. No, this that afternoon. would be really interesting because I freak out about what germs, especially when you go to places like either, you know hotels. But if people are sharing makeup at, at counters and using those testers, we should find out. People need answers. Oh, look at that. She's gone full investigation she now. Has. She's gone all, all Brady right. Hall. I think it takes a week to get them back. So okay. we'll we'll send we'll go in this afternoon. We'll swab it this afternoon. And in it's a Melbourne week's Cup time. as well. Imagine how many people last minute go oh. there and put their makeup on. Oh. Oh. Yes. We've just hit you your current women. affair. Oh, oh wow. This is our payday, people. Oh. Someone called Tracy. She's gonna want this. <laughs> Stav, Abby, and Matt. On hit 105. Hi, I'm Dr. Nikki, sexologist and relationship expert. As a sexologist, I get asked a lot of questions. When you look at the internet, what images do you look at? Are we doing it right? Am I normal? Figuring out whether I want other people in my life to know about this. There's a lack of permission and education out there. It depends on the connection you have with people. Where there's so much information that's needed that here's a platform where I can say all the things that I can't say on air. So I have one leg that's suspended off the ground. So this is why I've started Sex and Life. Download me, Dr. Nikki with Sex and Life, podcastone.com.au and the Podcast One app. Gamble responsibly. It is Melbourne Cup. But my mum gets into Melbourne Cup. It's the only time of the year that she gambles and she always wants to know what, everyone, what horse everyone else wants to know yeah. so she can put them in. So she always sends down the form guide to them in the post so that my kids can get them, look over them, and they all choose a horse. Right, okay. And if they win, we never see any of the money. But if they lose, she'll always go, oh, I'll put the bet on for them. And ask for the cash. <laughs> yeah. So it's basically a retirement fund. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. if if the kids win heaps of cash, it's her money. Yeah, but she only puts a couple of dollars on. I think if they lose, you've you got you've got to I think. transfer across a couple y- of bucks. Well, I always owe my mum mum money, so yeah, yeah, yeah. She probably doesn't even put any money on. It's just a way of getting you to you pay her back. <laughs> you think that's what she does? I put fifty dollars on for each one. Good point. Good point. But uh, look, we uh, got the form guide out and said that the kids can choose a horse. Now it was a bit of an issue though because. 
Finney now can read almost, and he chose number 11. And he's like, yep, yeah, I want that. And it was who shot the barman because oh, he yeah. found it funny because he's like, they don't put spaces in the words. Uh. It's like, yeah. So we chose that one. It's like, great. Mm. And then I looked at it. Yeah. It's not It's not running. It's got scratched. It's got scratched. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what happened to him? He got a itch. I don't know what it means when they get scratched. Like I mean, it means they're out. Right? Yeah, it they means scratch they're out. them out. Yeah. But, like, what was the just, reason for it? Uh, he, he had a prior engagement at a 21st to he go to that he forgot foot. about. He, he might have foot. an injury that they were hoping would be better. Oh, that's never or good for a horse. Or maybe he didn't get the plane. I don't know. He missed the plane. Missed, missed the, the plane. If anyone's going to catch a plane running to it, it'd be a stallion <laughs> horse in the Melbourne Cup, wouldn't it? All right, good point. Yeah. Um, but that's unfortunate. But I didn't realise. I, I got them to choose. Now, Jagger's in it as well, and Jagger, Jagger's not very up there with talking, so you're going to have like I am this morning. So you have to listen to what he says. But it's surprising the horses that they picked and who the guy from Sportsbet picked okay, as well. you bet. So, Finney, you chose number 11. Now I've just looked at who shot the barman and it's been scratched. What does that mean? Scratched means it's not going to run anymore. They've taken it off the uh, form guide. So you've got to choose another one. Um, Big Duck, 13. That's Big Duke. Oh. Do you want Big Duke? Yes. Where's that kidney? You what? Always at Finney. You want to race Finney? Yes. You want to race Finney, so you're going to go number five, and Finney's going number thirteen. Okay. Oh, you're going to number five or not? Can you say go, horsey? Go, horsey. Go, horsey. No. Number five's a favourite. Ah, well, Marmello. Yeah. yeah. Marmello, is that yeah. number five? Yeah. There we go. You might have a little bookie on your hands there. Yay! <laughs> hey, there's yeah. plenty of rich bookies out there. That's true. It's a sport that is of true. That is true. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he loves his sport, Finney. Yeah. You guys were with him at the basketball. Yeah, yeah. he got hooked in. Loves uh, his stats. Gamble responsibly, of course, everyone. And we do have bets going at the moment with you bet, which we're going to donate the uh, the winnings to a charity mm-hmm. if we do any we'll well put tomorrow. Hundred dollars on a horse. So should we all do the same charity then? No, I don't like your charities. You didn't know what charity mine was. You don't know what charity mine is. What is yours? The Stab Foundation no, for the Health of Stabs. Stab, Abby, and Matt. On Hit 105. Time to finish the show with things that we're not looking forward to or thankful for, like this Melbourne Cup. Why? Why did I choose a 12 week no drinking session without calculating when Melbourne Cup was falling and our Christmas party as well? Because you can't be helped, sister. <laughs> we warned you. French ya. champagne. We're going to Gambaros. It's going to be amazing, and I'm not drinking. Thanks, but no thanks. Deso driver. Aren't you driving as well, mate? Yeah, I got to pick up the kids from daycare. <laughs> Me too. I'm, I'm doing as I'm told. Do you know today. what's really? I spoke to one of our beautiful sales girls, Alicia, in the tour, and she's like, "Is this your first non-taxi Melbourne Cup?" And I went, "What do you mean?" She goes, "You normally pick the kids up in a taxi at Melbourne Cup." <laughs> I know, I know. I'm going to pick them up in the car. Mine's Melbourne Cup-esque as well. Uh-huh. you got to wear a suit on Melbourne yes. Cup. Yeah. Don't you? you got to yeah, look snazzy. The only problem with a suit is it's designed to make you look more handsome, feel good about yourself. But all that happens when I put my suit on is I get reminded that I'm fatter than I was the last time I wore said suit. So you're just not buttoning it up this time? I forgot last time that the little metal clip at the front when I sat down in the cab on the way to the races went <laughs> So I'll be flapping in the wind for Great. most of today. What's Great. flapping? The shirt. Little oh. The things won't be together. Yeah. I'm on oh, my pants. Oh, okay. yeah, don't know what they're called. So thanks 
but no thanks. Hey! Continuing saga of the small piece of popcorn that is wedged between my teeth and gum. Steal me! Cornelius, I've called him. Cornelius, sounds good. Started chatting to him. Does he talk back yet? He's starting to. Is his favourite band Corn? That's <laughs> <laughs> spelt with a K though, no, right? He, he likes <laughs> pop music. I can't. I just can't do this anymore. Um, it's beginning to actually hurt my tongue. I open up, have a look in there, Abby. See if you can Which see one it. Is it. Second back tooth. Use the use the torch on your iPhone. You feelings. Uh, I got a few feelings. I'm Scottish. Oh, yeah. oh, wait a minute. I was just yeah, putting use it up. Use this. Use this. I forgot that. Which one is it again? Oh, God. It's already on. Who are we hanging out? When's the last time you do into the dentist? Huh. I don't want to be rude, but. Can you see it? Uh, uh. No, I can't see anything. Uh, uh, uh. You got a lot of silver in there. Uh, uh, uh. I know if we're going broke, what we're going to be. <laughs> 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 Abby's paid off her house, and in other news, Stab Davidson <laughs> <laughs> has been missing for six months. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you should do too? She'd take all the fillings and leave the bloody piece of corn still there. Uh, yeah. She'd take the teeth before she killed you. <laughs> She's still here. You know I wouldn't do that to you, hunt. I can't see the corn though. Uh, How much if you flossed it? I can't remember it. Why? Anyway. anyway. <laughs> thanks. You brought it up. But no thanks. Hit 105. <laughs> Guys, the radio's still on. Oh, you, sorry, you're talking I was, there. Yeah, there's... no, sorry. I was looking at the top. Apparently it's down the bottom. I'm okay, get so it. you found the piece of corn. It's going in, apparently. I'm going in. All right, well, uh, go in there. Try and... Oh, you're going to put your, what do you you want me put to your do? finger oh. in his mouth oh. without gloves on. He doesn't know where those fingers have been. I washed them. I just went to the bathroom. Just get it over with. Did you get it? Uh-uh. Well, then what's that on my finger? <laughs> oh. That is a T-bone steak <laughs> from 1982. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Alrighty, we are done. That's the podcast. Extra business. How are you holding up there, champ? Because oh. all the way through the podcast, you were <coughs> dying. He was dying. I had, a, I had a head cold, and yeah. you guys know every time I get a head cold, I get a cough that goes for like six months afterwards. <clears throat> That's not a head cold, then. That's just the cold. <laughs> She's got her sympathy hat on. Uh, A head cold when you're all blocked up in your nose. Yeah, I started blocked up. And then it went away and turned into a cough. Sorry, hang on. Excuse me, Abby. I'm about to share a story about when I was sick. (laughs) What should I tell everyone I had? Oh, you've upset her. No, I haven't. I think you might have. I think you should go to the doctor. I know it will happen. They'll just say, take some cough medicine and wait it out. Mind you, when it gets really bad, they give me some good codeine stuff. Yeah. 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 Makes you sleep like straight away, Mm. but you've really got to couple it with Metamucil. Oh. Because codeine is not good for the back end. No. So you want to be passed out and poopy. (laughs) I heard that when I was on uh, the morphine. You were on the morphine? The morphine. How long long were you on the morphine for? Um, uh, My little stay in the hospital after C-sections. Yes. Mm. And you got a little clogged. Well, I didn't realise that the morphine's not good for and you've got to, you're not allowed to leave until you can go Uh, to the toilet. mm. So I was just in hospital just staying there for extra days. Loving it. Yes. A little bit of a break. (laughs) (laughs) See you guys tomorrow. Bye-bye. Bye. Stab, Abby and Matt.